Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
It's 4.45 in the morning The regular crowd shuffles in There's an old man sitting next to me In his talus and wrapped in tefillin I'm not really sure how it goes But it's sad and it's sweet and I knew it complete And it comes from deep down in your soul Na-na-na-di-di-da Na-na-di-di-da Got a store in the city Supposed to be there nine to five But he learns his stuff yomi Forgets about money Says he's got enough to survive He says, Yossi, how I love to learn Torah How I love to follow Gives tzedakah along with his wife And he learns with Akiva Who's still in yeshiva And probably will be for life And no one is talking about politics Cause they come here to learn and to pray Oh yes, these tzedakim, they come to Vasikim And that's how they start off each day It's a pretty good crowd for a Wednesday And the Gabbai tells me to begin As the sound of my tune was heard through the room The rest of the people joined in
Ah, 
שמחים בצאתם, ששים בבואם, עושים נאמן קונה, פאר וכבוד נותנים לשמור, צלה ורינה לזכר מלכותו.
your name upon my spine Way before this thing called time I felt twice but I'll rise once more Made a stone, I don't cry no more Etched your name upon my spine Way before this thing called time I felt twice but I'll rise once more Made a stone, I don't cry no more And I've waited all this time See you in this land of mine And I've waited through the ugliness and grind See you in this land of mine J.M. in the A.M. Uh, by request on the app, Eighth Day with Jerusalem with Jerusalem Stone. Mia Dear done by David Levy. That's brand new. Ari Fraser, brand new with Keladone. Jerusalem Up Mix, brand new from DJ Fabreng. Yoel Sharabi's Sim Shalom. Kobe Brummer with the Ahafta. The Rabbi's sons, we went back in time with Anabakoach and Rabbi Akiva. Rava Mehemna's He Was a Holy Man. Chazen Man is done by Gershon Veroba on one of the Variations albums. And Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on the 17th day of January, day number seven. In the month of Shvat, the year is 5784, Tufshin Pei Today's getaway day for a lot of people because the Yeshiva League has its winter vacation beginning tonight or beginning today after school a lot of people are going to be on the road while you're on the road or wherever you might be on this planet uh, make sure to schlep along the Nahum Single Network app pretty easy to do so it's probably in your phone already and tune into the app um, you know 6 to 9 a.m eastern time and of course all day long and all night long no matter where you are and uh, you'll enjoy incredible and amazing programming um, because we'll be, you may be where you're going to be. We'll be right here. We'll be right here performing our uh, daily task of amazing and great Jewish radio. So make sure to be tuned in no matter where you are. Take us along with you. Again, if you haven't installed the Nahum Single Network app, do so. Go to the app store on your phone. Search Nahum Single Network. Should be the first thing that comes up. And um, make sure to be tuned in no matter where you are. Also, while you're on the road, you could feel free to comment on the app. Just go to the NSN Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Comment away. We'll see that comment while we're on the air, and uh, it'll be amazing to be in touch uh, in that way as well. Yes, he's Weig with a Wednesday live lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Speaking of commenting on the app and being in touch with our staff, you could do so with Yossi between 11 and 1, and plenty more, of course, all day long. Um, a very exciting, a couple of exciting guests coming up this morning, plus the, uh, as I said, the live lunch and more all day long, if you keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Call me. 
with Effie Green. Nachamu is the name of that one. Amiran Dvir before that with Ani Yehudi. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galit's on the background. There are news from Israel coming up. Plenty more on this Wednesday morning broadcast. Shmuel Sackett's going to be visiting us from Israel. He'll be live in the studio coming up here at JM in the AM. We'll check in with Kolel Chabad. They are involved in the war effort, trying as many organizations are to feed as many Jewish families in Israel as possible during this time. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, Wednesday live lunch with Yossi Zwag. That happens uh, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. And feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Galaitzal in the background. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jamin Air. גליצל מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, באולפן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. ראש הממשלה נתניהו מתנער מהאחריות על כך שהתרופות שנכנסו לעזה לא עברו בידוק, ואומר 
בסידורי הכנסת התרופות נקבעים על ידי צה"ל וגופי הביטחון, מדווח כתבנו המדיני אניר קוזין. לאחר שבכיר בחמאס מוסא אבו מרזוק אמר כי לדרישת הארגון המשאיות שיישאו את התרופות לא יעברו בידוק של ישראל, וכי על כל חפיסה לחטופים יקבלו הפלסטינים אלף חפיסות, לשכת ראש הממשלה נתניהו מתנערת מאחריות לכך, ומודה כי אין מנגנון בקרה, ומוסיפה, ראש הממשלה הנחה להעביר תרופות לחטופים, אך לא עשה כלל בסידורי הבדיקה של הכנסתם, שנקבעים על ידי צה"ל וגורמי הביטחון. מטסי קרב של חיל האוויר תקפו משעות הבוקר תשתיות טרור ומבנים צבאיים של חיזבאללה במרחב חולה שבלבנון. בנוסף זו השיגור טיל נ"ט משטח לבנון לעבר מרחב הר דוב. כוחות צה"ל תקפו את מקורות הירי. שר החוץ האמריקני אנטוני בלינקן אמר היום בכנס השנתי של הפורום הכלכלי העולמי בדבוס אנו נמצאים במצב חסר תקדים שבו מדינות מוסלמיות וערביות מעוניינות בנורמליזציה עם ישראל אך זה חייב לכלול מדינה פלסטינית עוד הוסיף בלינקן ואמר כי ישראל ניצבת בצומת ועליה לקבל החלטות קשות ההשקפה אז הייתה שהמנהיגים הפלסטינים לא עשו מספיק כדי להכין את העם שלהם. האתגר עכשיו הוא החברה הישראלית. האם היא מוכנה להתעסק בשאלות האלה? האם יש לה את הלך הרוח הזה? וזה כמובן מקשה כפליים כשאתה מתעסק בעזה ובכל בעיות הביטחון היומיות שמשפיעות על ישראל והפלסטינים כאחד. חבר הכנסת דני דנון מהליכוד מותח ביקורת על ראש הממשלה נתניהו. ואומר ליובל שגב בגלי צה"ל, נתניהו החליט לקפל את הפעילות בעזה ולעבור למתכונת שכרגע לא מביאה להישגים. ראש הממשלה החליט, כנראה בלחץ אמריקאי, לקפל את הפעילות שלנו ברצועת עזה במתכונת ש... שהצליחה. נהיה חייבים להמשיך בשיטה שבה התחלנו, של פינוי אוכלוסייה, הפצות מהאוויר, הפעלת כוח משמעותי. זה הביא להישגים, זה הביא לשחרור חטופים, זה הביא לפירוק גדודים שלמים של חמאס. זה לא יקרה עכשיו שהכוחות ישבו בחוץ. ייכנסו מדי פעם לפעילות חירורגית. ירדן ביקשה מישראל הבהרות בעקבות פציעתו של עובד בבית החולים שהקים הצבא הירדני בח'אן יונס. מדובר בבית חולים שדה שנוסד במהלך המלחמה ונפגע ביממה האחרונה. צבא ירדן הטיל על ישראל את האחריות לפגיעה הזו בתקיפות של חיל האוויר ומאז אתמול ועד הבוקר. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים. ג'קי חוגי. מזג האוויר לסיום, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולט. Yeah. 
said, there's a guy that I want to meet. Wow. I asked him, how you doing, said, I'm doing okay. Wow. And I'm here to bring Mashiach any day. Wow. Eliyahu, Eliyahu, Pesach time, I said, oy vey, I forgot to buy wine. Eliyahu comes walking in, four cups for me and one cup for him. Eliyahu, Eliyahu wanna be. Eliyahu wanna be.
J.M. in the A.M. It's Miami. Yerachmiel begun Miami Boys Choir. Leibadig and then Ut Ut. A twofer on a Wednesday. How do you like that? Schlockrock, Elio and Navi. You heard Mika Amcha done by Nachas. David Perlman opened up the hour with Adon Alum, and you're listening to J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Welcome to a Wednesday on the 17th day of January, day number seven in the month of uh, Shvat. A week from tomorrow, our Tubishvat special, Rabbi Benji Kramer, is scheduled to join us. Again, a week from tomorrow, our Tubishvat special, and Rabbi Benji Kramer is scheduled to join us. Very much looking forward to that coming up a week from tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Yeah, can you believe it's almost Tubishvat already? Trust me, that is hard to believe. Uh, this portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classic, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items, including the incredibly delicious, and I mean incredibly delicious, A&H knockwurst. Try it out, everybody. Um, visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Yeshiva boys are next. You're listening to JM in the AM. again start the day as the sun fills my room chasing the darkness and gloom filled with love I will say I am grateful I am thankful hear my song
With the Yeshiva Boys, Modani is the name of that one. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zebner Basavalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basavi Basavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Throughout the world, throughout Klau Yisrael, each and every day, at every gathering, the song Achenu Kol Beis Yisrael is sung. The words are, 
Achenu kobeis Yisrael hanesunim batzara uveshivya. Our brothers, Klau Yisrael, who are handed over to distress in captivity. Haomdim bein bayamu bein bayabasha. Whether they're on the sea or dry land. Hamakom yorachem aleim biotzei mitzar levacha. May Hashem have mercy on them and bring them from distress to relief. From darkness to light. From servitude to redemption. Speedily and soon. And we should all say, Amen. Here we ask Hashem to have mercy on B'nai Yisrael, wherever they might be, who find themselves in any danger. We ask Hashem to listen to our tefillos on their behalf. Rav Yitzchok Sender cites the Hamer Le'olom, that when a decree against a person is being considered in heaven, its effects upon other people are taken into account. If those affected are going to be deeply hurt, and they don't deserve to go through that suffering, then the decree against the person that we are praying for can be completely bottled. It can be annulled. What this means is that one who prays for his fellow Jews shows that he's concerned, shows that he's deeply affected by it. Then in Shamayim, it has a great influence to bring salvation, to bring the Yeshua that we're praying for. Today is the 104th day of captivity, as it has been suggested. Rachel Goldberg, the mother of the hostage, Hirsch Goldberg Pollen, calls on everyone to carry the number of the day of captivity with them, to put it on a piece of masking tape, to tape it to their clothing, to wear it, and to carry it with them in some place. The campaign is called Hostages on the Heart. She would like to get at least a million people to tape the number on their clothing. What a rayon, what an unbelievable thought that a mother of a hostage could have to be ma'or the inyan of Achenu Kobes Yisrael. I would encourage everyone to wear that number until the hostages are all released and returned home safe and sound. There are 132 hostages. 132 is the gematria of lechayim bechavod, life with honor and dignity. We are all mispalel. We pray to Hashem that all the hostages should be released immediately each one returning to their families safe and sound in three simple words, bring them home. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Besuros tovos, Yeshuos v'nechomos. All right, Goldwasser was asked by uh, the folks at the Jewish Views magazine a couple of weeks ago about a Kabbalah. I mean, many people were asked this question. He was among those who answered. A Kabbalah they've taken upon themselves since the war began. And his Kabbalah was and is uh, to make sure to mention the hostages and the fallen soldiers at every opportunity during our morning show each 
and every Monday through Thursday. So I thank Rabbi Goldwasser for sticking to that. It's so important. And uh, after all these days, it is amazing how he inspires us and reminds us each and every day early in the morning. JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, we have a special guest with us who is here from Israel. He's been with us before. He is founder and director of the Am Yisrael Chai Foundation. He is Shmuel Sackett, and he is visiting us in our uh, New Jersey studio here in Teaneck, New Jersey, on this Wednesday morning. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Always a pleasure to see you. Although you look much better in your Shalim Yerakodesh. Yeah, don't I? You look, you just, your face There's something glows. about that Chutzlaaretz look, or my brother would say Schmutzlaaretz look, <laughs> that just doesn't cut it, right? What could you do? But it's good to see you. By the way, <clears throat> you also look better on the other side of the world. <laughs> that, that, is, that is true. Every Jew looks good. It, when we say Yerushalayim Shel Zahav, it's not just the city is gold, the people are gold. And they glow. And they glow. Like gold. You got it. Uh, can I assume this is your first trip outside of Israel since Shmini Atzeres and Plastora? Yes, yes, it's the first trip. And um, it, it, I feel it, although never to the degree that real residents of Israel feel it, uh, I'm sure you felt much more uncomfortable leaving now than on any of your previous trips. There's no question because, <clears throat> excuse me, because what happens is my son <clears throat> is in is in the war right now. As we speak, as a matter of fact, I tried to reach him uh, as I was driving here, and uh, he's he's on base. He hasn't uh, answered. He hasn't been home outside of a, a you know a few hours here and there since four thirty a.m. on the morning of October eighth, and uh, he was called in. He is not in a combat situation. However, he is part of what's called Gedud Tishim Betesha, and this is uh, he together with others. Uh, supervise the movement of over 14,000 chayalim in the Gaza area. So he's there, and uh, of course we're concerned about him and all of the uh, chayalim. But what gave me chizuk to leave is that I'm here for shlichut. I'm here for a good cause. I'm here to do what I consider a very important mitzvah and uh, to do what I can. And and that's why uh, I came to the States. Uh, I don't know how many details you're comfortable revealing, so if there's anything you don't want to say, just let me know. But can I ask how old your son is? Sure. My son will turn 39 later this month, married with five kids. So this war that we're fighting is not just, you know, you know, when you grow up in the States and you hear of war, you think of crazy Hollywood movies, you know, Rambo and stuff, and the guys just running all around. But the people fighting this war in Israel are your teachers, your principals, your plumbers, your doctors, your basic people, men and women. What is your son by profession? My son is uh, is in education. He actually works for YU Israel. Oh wow! Yeah, he's been doing. He, he he was in security for many years, but for the last I think seven years, he works for Yeshiva University in Israel, and uh, hasn't been to work since before Yom Kippur. So he has <laughs> his own students. He has people that he's either educated or worked with in that educational system. That is correct, and and they haven't seen him. At least not in the last ha- few months. They haven't seen him, <clears throat> but uh, he met a few on the battlefield. <laughs> oh, that's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's it's a crazy situation. So your grandchildren, again, the children of this son that we're talking about, range in age from what to what? Range in age from two up till 15. And they must miss him like crazy. Sure they do. Sure they do. Uh, but they living, my son lives in a town called Leshem, 
which is not far from Ariel. 300 men in Leshem. There are, I think, I think 550 families living in Leshem. 300 men are serving in the army right now in one capacity or another out of 550. So and that's age of 18 till 50-something. Correct. So they're missing, my grandchildren are missing their father like their next-door neighbor is missing their father. It's a, a rough so, situation. So if there is a father in Leshem, a, you know, he right. must feel awful. <laughs> Seriously, like, right. you know, it's... Uh, right, like, what are you doing here? Well, I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying that right. the, the kids who do have their father around, you know, it, it, they must be the envy of every kid in the neighborhood. It's very funny because people know my political views and I'm, you know, uh, in support of all the soldiers in, in Gaza and what they're doing. And one of the guys in my shul says, Shmuel, what are you doing here? Right. I said, they don't take old fat guys. <laughs> I said, I, I Have you want... researched this, by the way? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> yes, because, you know, the quantity of food that I eat, it's just not worth You'd the You'd bankrupt the army. They, they, they wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> All kidding aside, I am in or was in the hazmat unit. Uh, for chemical warfare, you ever see if you ever see these pictures of these guys yeah, dressed in these suits right. from top to bottom? Right. Oh, there's there's been a chemical leak. Send right. in sacket. Right. Oh, great. Just make sure there's no hole in the suit. Right. Uh, that's that's what I did uh, until I was released from Elohim about uh, 15 years ago. So, is the uh, your son is the person in your family who you're who, who's most connected to you in terms of being a relative who's in the army? Obviously, you have plenty of friends and neighbors who are doing the same thing. Right. And your son must have hundreds of friends and neighbors who are doing the same thing. I would correct, assume. correct. And my son-in-law was in uh, in Gaza for thirty-seven days. He's out now. In communication with you or not? Not during the days that he was in Gaza. No, he he was fighting, and I, I just so have your to tell daughter you, was like, yeah, daughter, she's. Now in her ninth month, and two little kids at home, and uh, he he wasn't home. And this is when sirens were going off. It was, as we say in Hebrew, lo pashut. It was not a simple time for and her. And he's now home? Thank God his unit is finished, right? They're, they're trying to do a haklafat mishmara, different, you know, switching right. out the guys. Just so you should know, in his unit, Nachem, there were 20 guys. 13 were wounded of the 20. And that's... A statistic that very few people are talking about. We're talking about the people that are killed. Of course, that's right. the, the worst. But thousands and the are wounded. Thousands. And many of these wounded are life-changing. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about a nosebleed. One of the guys in his unit have his had his fingertips blown off. Now, he could live to 120, but try texting. I mean, today, everything mm -hmm. is with your finger. Yes, no, on one hand, lost his fingertips. But... The miracles that he saw in those 37 days, absolutely incredible. And he's, he's, he's in his 20s. You know, his son-in-law, young guy, he's a, a male nurse um, in Asafarofe Hospital. So he was also the medic. He was a combat medic. In addition to seeing serious action, he's also a medic taking care of all these guys. Rough, rough times, rough times. But listen, we all want Mashiach to come. And we all know that the first Mashiach is going to be Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef fights the wars. Well, he's not going to fight it alone. Am Yisrael has to fight with him, and that's what we're doing. This we we is also war. believe that the state of Israel is Reishit Smichat Gulatena. Yes, we do. That we're mamash on the road to the eventual Gula, the eventual redemption. And this is why we support these soldiers in any way, shape, or form. And, and one other thing, and we'll get back to the soldiers in a moment, but one other thing, you do see... You know, if in fact one of the keys to our time of redemption 
will be recognition upon uh, every member of this planet of the great one above, right? If that's, if that's the goal, we do see an incredible number of people who have already made that transition. People who now understand uh, that, that, that in fact, he, the one above, is, is in charge of this world. We see this from, from many, many people in many different walks of life. And I think that that is, even though there's a lot of enemies out there and a lot of people blocking traffic in Manhattan for whatever noble reason they think they're doing it, I think on the other side, we have to realize just how many friends we have and how popular God has become throughout this world. What really blew my mind was a few weeks ago, my wife and I driving in Tel Aviv, and we saw a billboard. I couldn't believe it. You've probably seen pictures of it. It must have been eight stories high, this massive billboard of a guy with tattoos saying Shema. You see with his hand on his eyes, you know, in the mm-hmm. Shema position, and the words Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Achad in Tel Aviv. This is a guy with tattoos and Subsequently, I saw five other posters, similar posters, and it's incredible because Am Yisrael realizes this is the time to connect to Avinu Shabashamayim, to a Father in Heaven, right. and and people are doing it. And, but by extension, I would include <coughs> members of other faiths as well who are also coming around. What you just described is unbelievable. It's a byproduct of this Correct. war that's just incredible. Correct. But I think if the eventual goal is the recognition that God is in fact running the show, exactly. Then I think I think we're in that direction. Sometimes it's hard to remember that when we're when especially in this country, when we are so pummeled by anti Semitism and so focused on those who are who are marching on behalf of the enemy, which I still don't get, but that's the reality here. You probably saw this coming many, many years ago. I, I saw it and what these people don't realize is that this is just the promo. God forbid Hamas would be successful. Who are they coming for next? Yeah. They're coming for everybody in in the United States. And a good friend of mine who works with a non-Jewish guy in, in business here in New York said to him, I really feel bad for you. And uh, this is my Jewish friend. And the Gentile said, why do you feel bad for me? He said, look, I know that eventually I have to go to Israel. Right now I'm in business. It's not working out right now, but eventually I know I have to go there. But you have nowhere to go. And eventually... Well, nowhere where you'll feel as comfortable as here. Right? Correct. Right. And they're coming for you. I mean, this is something that is building up all over the world, this fundamentalism, this anti-American attitude. And uh, these people think, you know, uh, they're, 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 they're protesting outside of Sloan Kettering, yeah. you know, to stop the genocide. What can I say? It's, uh, it's something that uh, we just have to ride through. But it's, it's the forces of evil trying over and over again to stand up. But all we have to do, we have to get, we just heard some words of Chizik from Rav Goldwasser, just look into the Parsha of the week. The, 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 the words are there. It, it's all there in front of us. Uh, the, the Torah says exactly what we need to do. We stand up strong. And Achim, I have no doubt that we will emerge victorious. Um, there's, there's an expression in Hebrew, avarnu et paro, navor gamelzeh. We made it through Paro, we'll make it through this time as well. All right. Uh, back to the soldiers for a moment. Shmuel Sackett's here. We have a lot to cover. Uh, when you were with us last time on the air, and you do direct the Am Yisrael Chai Foundation, you mentioned, and again, you're one of many who are doing this. You're looking specifically at the needs and the wants of the soldiers, and I'm talking about spiritual needs and wants. You've actually facilitated for tefillin to be delivered to bases. Correct. Tzitzis, tefillin. 
We're trying to help them in any way we can. And it's very funny. We mentioned my son. My son started on his own. It was the second week that he was there. Thousands of guys are on base for Shabbat. Right. And he started his own Kiddush club. Now, <laughs> not the Kiddush club you think of, hey, let's not listen to Haftorah and run out. Right. But he simply posted on his, what's it called, Facebook status. Hey, guy. And people sent in money. And since, I would say, mid-October, through this past Shabbat, he's had this kiddish with cholent and kugels and herring for the chayalim. I said to Gabi, I said, great. If, God forbid, Sunday morning we need to attack, these guys have a stomach full of cholent. <laughs> I says, I don't know how good. <laughs> but in all seriousness, as much as we make fun of the whole right. food effort, it, forget about for a moment that they're being fed physically, the morale boost that they're getting from it. Right. You know, what makes someone feel great when they come back home and their mama has some chicken soup ready for them, right? Correct. Here, you know, what what's, what in our tradition states more that we care about you than making a meal for you or sponsoring food for but you? It's, you know? even, it's even more than that. How many chiloni, secular soldiers, right. uh, said, Efshar Gam? So, you know, can I also take a... Gabi says, sure, of course. What do you think? This is only for religious? And then, of course, some of these guys say, you eat like this every Shabbat. <laughs> yeah, and you're in the army? <laughs> <laughs> now you know why we look the way we do. In any case, it is something, the camaraderie, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. We always focus, I have taken upon myself to focus on the good Believe me, I have my questions and I have my complaints. And not only that, every time you hear about a fallen soldier, your mind must go nuts. Yes. And, and that's why I, I know you focus on the positive and the good, and we admire you for that, and it's much easier to speak to you because of that. But boy, the, 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 the thoughts that go through a father's head when you're living in Israel in the situation you described, it must be crazy sometimes. Sometimes it's crazy. But look, I I... I I really believe in God. Now, that sounds like a crazy statement. <laughs> but when I say I really believe in God, because I live, I do the best I can to live the Torah. My wife and I, when we made Aliyah in 1990 with, at the time, four children, right. so they weren't burning crosses on our lawn in, 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 in Woodmere. There wasn't as anti-Semitism, and I had a wonderful job in Manhattan. Why did I pick up and go? And Harvard was more normal. Correct. And uh, although none of my friends went to Harvard, you know, <laughs> I'm, a I'm a Queens guy. There's a limit to who you hung out with, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I refuse to hang out with smart guys. That makes me look dumb. In any case, the reason we made Aliyah is because we want to be part of this redemption. We want to bring Mashiach. And we want to do what we can. And included in that is fighting for the land, building and planting and growing. But the, I get it. But the sacrifice must be. The price is. The carbonot are just, yes, oh gosh. The price is expensive. Yeah. It's it's a very high price to pay. But we believe in Olam Haba. We believe in Tchiat Hamitim. We believe uh, that we're doing the right thing. That and this is just a step to Gula. That's right. it. And when you do the right thing, Hashem never lets you down. Shmuel Sackett is here. The first city you lived in in Israel in 1990 was? Netanya. Netanya. Lived, there, lived there for one year. Oh, you know what's going on there now, by the way? It's like, yeah, yeah, I wish I would have bought some land over there. <laughs> say that again. My gosh. It's an, ex an explosion. They, they call it the Miami Beach of Israel. Correct. And, and, and the terrible part of Netanya was what's called South Netanya. Right. Today, right. 
Ir Yamim. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. And uh, and you've lived in how many places in Israel? Uh, Around. Okay, so we went from Netanya to Ginot Shomron. Ah. We lived there for 17 years, and then we were actually in Ranana for a year, but wow. for the last 15 years, we're in Herzliya. So, named uh, for Theodore Herzl. Named for Theodore Herzl. That's correct. <laughs> Beautiful with, Hash, town. With, with Hashem's name at the end, Herzliya. Right. Okay, you got to get it. Beautiful the book. town, Herzliya. Every no? town in Israel, is right? Beautiful. But in all seriousness, it's it's it has a reputation it's for a, for its beauty. It's a beautiful town, right. correct? We're right by the beach, wow. and uh, it's very funny. We live literally very very close to the beach, and I have a good friend of mine that's a surfer, not a not a religious guy, right. and he says you live so close to the beach and you don't surf. I said, I don't. What am I? I, I don't. I don't. I don't surf. <laughs> he says. It has to be against the Torah to, to, to do this. <laughs> to take up space yeah. near the beach and not be a he surfer. Says, I'm a surfer. and I li-. He says, you know what that's like? He said to me, that's like me living next to a Beit Knesset and not going in. right? You would say, Don, you live next door to a shul. Interesting. He's making an interesting <laughs> argument, I must say. All right. Uh, so now. It, it is the Am Yisrael Chai Foundation. Yes, it is. That is it, that is doing the Rosh Chodesh Adar Bet raffle. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. So let me make this clear for our listeners. I have it here somewhere. Give me a second. Um, you're actually raffling off to support the foundation. You're Correct. actually raffling off an apartment in Israel. Is that accurate? A luxury apartment in Yerushalayim with a view of the third and final Beit HaMikdash. Can I ask you what neighborhood that is officially? Yes, you can ask me. It's in Arnona, the new section yeah. of Arnona. Why Be- do you say near the Beit HaMikdash? Because... Because there is a view of the Beit HaMikdash, ah, a beautiful from view. From that apartment. The, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Right now, we used to say you see Harabayit. Right. Okay, which you do, right. which you do. I remember Correct. the first time I was there, had a David Mincha, and I asked the real estate owner, which direction? He says, take a look. You know? So uh, there it is. You literally see it from from the window, and it's a beautiful apartment in a gorgeous building, Rehov, Chaim uh, HaShofet. And it's a beautiful... Uh, um, apartment and yes the winner of the dream raffle right. will win the apartment it's theirs forever registered in the land registry theirs to keep to sell to give to their uh, descendants it's your apartment and it's estimated to be worth one million dollars uh, you know i've been saying that i, I think it's more than that Even by more? now yeah it's a little, it's worth more Four than million a million shekel yeah but you know it's weird <laughs> to say uh, we're raffling off a apartment that's worth one point one six seven right. million dollars. Okay, so a million dollar apartment. A million dollar apartment, and it is. It really is. I'm curious, and I don't. You don't have to answer this, but those who've won an apartment through Am Yisrael Chai Foundation right. in the past, mm-hmm. have they all kept the apartment, or some have said to you, you know what? I'm fine with what I have. I want to donate this back to the organization. No, no one's donated it back, but there is a cash option ah. where some people just simply take the money right. and run okay so there is that option that anybody can and do that would be a million dollars or close to it wow. six hundred thousand nice. dollars you know uh one guy who took the apartment he made aliyah from toronto to uh, the apartment to the apartment that he won that is correct to the apartment that's pretty cool that is you very, facilitated very cool. someone's aliyah there it is and uh, he's uh, he was our second uh, Dream Raffle winner, and we're now up to the sixth year. And in addition to a Dream Raffle, you have bonus raffles that happen, what, once a month? 
Uh, bonus raffle is, well, we're up to our last one. That's right. It's going to be. Oh, that f- happened already or not? Two happened already, and there's one more. And when is that being that, drawn? That is February, no, February 15th. I don't. Okay. I think it's Vav Adar Aleph. And and that's a $10,000 That's a $10,000 prize. Once, once someone wins that, mm-hmm. are they still in the running for the apartment? They're still in oh. the running. They're standing that's the word bonus. Right, it's a bonus, Rob. It's a bonus. No, because there are people who don't, who just don't think about it. That they uh, can't take them out of it. You can get, but as a matter of fact, the last guy who won the the, yeah. the second bonus raffle. Listen to this. His name is Avraham Yisrael. Hmm. He's from Panama. Wow. And I called him, and he just returned from a solidarity trip to Israel. Back where, to Panama. Yeah, and he while in Israel, he was volunteering for Zaka. And in Panama, he is a member of the Hevra Kadisha. And so a beautiful guy. The first guy who won was uh, from B'nai Brak. We went to see him, and uh, he was so excited. That's the bonus raffle. But yes, people... And you know what, Nachum, what are you going to do when a person who wins is going to say, I heard this on the Nachum Siegel show. Well, I'll take great pride that I facilitated someone's aliyah. You expect them to invite you for a kiddish? Eh, maybe. <laughs> our Nona. I mean, you know, go all the way to our Nona. <laughs> I'm so spoiled. It's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so how far is it from the Inbal to our Nona? Is it a 20-minute walk or it's less than that? 20-minute <laughs> walk. It depends who's walking, though. I mean, you know, we, we've got our headquarters in Jerusalem. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, so on the 11th of, excuse me, on the 15th of February, the bonus raffle takes Correct. place. You have a chance to win $10,000. On the on the 1st of Rosh Chodesh Adar 2, which is March 11th, uh, you will have the drawing for the $1 million luxury apartment in Yerushalayim. How much does a raffle ticket cost? A raffle ticket is $180. And how do people find this? They go where to do this? One second, I didn't say, but there's more. Oh, wow. Okay, there's two more things. Wow. First of all, because I love you so much, if you purchase the <laughs> ticket now, because you listen to the Nachum Siegel Network, yeah. okay, it's one plus one, which means buy one ticket, get two, buy five, get ten. So 180 gets you two. That's correct. Okay. And what do you do? How do you mention and that put in the single thing? Just, just go to the website. Put in the promo code right. radio. Interesting. And we'll take off an additional ten dollars. Okay, cab fare to JFK. So I'm down to one seventy. <laughs> You're down to and one. If you think you can get the JFK for ten bucks? You've really been out of this country for a while. <laughs> So there it is. So there's your $170, right. and you get tickets. two tickets, promo code RADIO, right. and it's very simple, thedreamraffle.com. Thedreamraffle.com. You, you need the word the, okay, because okay, someone took Dream Raffle, so it's thedreamraffle.com, promo code RADIO, and I love, when I call the guy, I'm going to say, hey, where did you hear about, I heard it from Nachum Siegel. And that is absolutely going to be the greatest news. Do you remember? Sometimes you pass a store and a guy says, someone bought a winning lottery ticket right. here. Correct. You're going to put that sign up? Right. The winner of the sixth year's Dream Raffle heard it on Nachum Siegel right. Network. We're going we're we're to post it in multiple places. That's what you're going <laughs> to... Not just one side, like those characters in the stores. We're That's gonna, correct. We're going to put gonna, it everywhere. We're going to put it on the pens, on the pens. There here. are people who are curious, and again, a question that you really don't have to answer, but there are people who are curious. Mm-hmm. Are there a million people in this raffle? Like, do they have a reasonable chance? Like, what would you say to people who are wondering if they have, you know, a, a, a relatively good chance to win this thing? That's up to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, man. You got to be in it to you win gotta it, You got to be in it to win it. 
last year. A dollar and a dream, or in this case, $170 and a dream. <laughs> and a promo code radio. Okay, so the bottom line is this. Last year, yeah. there were about 35,000 tickets. Because right. a little less in terms of right, customers. Right, multiple that, Right, so people, this right. year we're doing well. We hope to hit about 50,000 tickets. So you have a chance. Again, if you buy one, you have two tickets right. in there. And so, there are a lot of people buying more than that. Right. So two oh, of, so you do have, there are probably between five and 10,000 people in there, I would assume. Right, it's right. not that crazy. It's not that crazy. And Bezrat Hashem, uh, there was, a, there was a, a woman who called me last year, actually two years ago, and she said, she can't believe she didn't win because she already bought mezuzahs for the apartment. <gasps> Great idea. So she said, I already bought Kaniti mezuzah. Yeah. What do I do now? I say, maybe you can return them to the store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell her. You have the receipt. By the way, if you go to thedreamraffle.com, is that really the view? That is the view. That's insane. Yes, taken with my phone. I mean, that... That's Seriously? Yeah, that's the view. Yeah. I have an iPhone. I have There's an only iPhone. one view I've seen better from the lobby of Yeshiva Lakoto. Yes. That's it. That's the only thing that beats this. But you could walk from this view to that view. Right. You see? So you'll have both views. Yeah. Well, you obviously don't know about my leg challenges, <laughs> but okay. I'll, I'll assume if someone walks with me slowly, we can do it. <laughs> What's the rush? What's the rush? Take your time. Yeah. But Baruch Hashem. But, but, but all kidding aside, you know what the best part of this raffle is? That, yes, somebody will win. No yeah. question. 100% of the net proceeds go to amazing things i'll tell you in a minute when i say 100 no net proceeds there is nobody on payroll on amishol chai not one person we don't have an office we don't have cars or cell phones whatever there are marketing costs involved in the raffle yes but the overwhelming majority of your 180 dollar 170 dollar ticket goes towards amazing projects such as we're helping farmers in the Gaza envelope area, what's called Otefaz, rebuild their farms. We're helping the Kitat Konenut, the civilian security response teams. The most important thing, as terrible and as horrific October 7th was, what stopped that number from being 5,000 fatalities were these Kitat Konenut, the local security teams that ran out until Sahal arrived, right. were holding off. And on uh, top of that, the enemy has declared they want to do this again. So we have to be prepared in all these towns uh, correct. For, for the possibility, you know, God forbid. We all know of Psagot wines, right? right? Now, Psagot is next to Ramallah. Do you know the distance between the last house in Ramallah and the first house in Psagot? 70 yards. That's it. And what separates We've been them? To okay, seven. Now there's a nice wedding hall there, right? Right. Seventy yards between Psagot and Ramallah, and if you think they hate us in Ramallah any less than they hate us in Gaza, I got news for you. So it's important that we help build these kitot kunanut in all these areas, and the organization supplying them is. I'm Yisrael Chai from the Dream Raffle Funds. We're also helping search and rescue teams uh, with the highly trained dogs. They're still looking for some missing people from October 7th. We also 
help, uh, and this is something I can announce here for the first time. Please. Because I was trying since October 7th to raise money for a bulletproof ambulance for oh, Stay Road. this on the air, right? Correct. And I was trying. That's, oh, that's right. I was on, and we're helping out. Nachum chaste Hashem. You know what? I should have, I don't know, maybe made a bracha or without shame Hashem, shechiano v'kimano v'giano l'asmanazeh. Yesterday, I wire transferred to purchase this ambulance three hundred twenty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Unbelievable. Yesterday, and uh, came from what we raised in the state run, and also from the dream raffle. So Baruch Hashem, we're doing tremendous good things with the funds. Unbelievable. Um, Shmuel Sackett reminds us that thedreamraffle.com is the website. Thedreamraffle.com. Let me just go through the details for a moment. First of all, the $10,000 bonus raffle is coming up in February. In March, on March 11th, they will raffle off the $1 million apartment in Arnona Yerushalayim. Right now, if you want two tickets, you uh, all you got to do is spend $170 if you use promo code radio. Go to thedreamraffle.com, thedreamraffle.com. For two tickets, because it's now two for one, all you need, it's 180 but with promo code radio, it's $170. Uh, and uh, you'll you'll have two tickets in this uh, in this raffle. Simple as that. And someone will win the apartment. And and by the way, I highly recommend. I and there is a cash alternative. By the way, I highly recommend you go to the website just to see the view from the apartment. You're going to see this, and you're going to say to yourself, "Boy, this is certainly worth the chance of um, you know supporting Am Yisrael Chai Foundation." That you might end up with a view like this from your apartment in Yerushalayim. So go to thedreamraffle.com for all the details, thedreamraffle.com. And there you have it. It's always a pleasure to be here. And uh, Bezrat Hashem, you know, people say it's very difficult times in Israel. I say, stop. Take that word difficult and change it with challenging. Right. It's challenging times. And Bezrat Hashem, Am Yisrael will emerge not only victorious, but stronger than Well, ever. we've had guests on the show, and you can imagine how much we've done about Israel since October 7th. Yes. We've had guests that that when I say to them, you know, do you feel that we're going to be back in Gaza soon, meaning a real Israeli presence in Gaza, or do you feel that, you know, we know because we're people of faith, we know that all this is going to lead to something bigger and better, you know, that type of, and they resent, and these are religious people, and on the air they resented uh, my suggestion they, they, they felt they were so much in the throes of war and so much in the day-to-day of trying to survive what had happened that they can't focus on what I was trying to get them to focus on, which is, of course, the future and what you know, and the good that could come out of all of this uh, you know, years or months from now. You have a different attitude. Much you, different attitude. You're already seeing the, what, what, we could, uh, what we will likely experience down the road. Yeah, because next year's Dream Raffle is going to be for an apartment in Gaza. I'm joking. So well, uh, you're, I don't know if you're joking. I, maybe not. Maybe not. Because you probably, knowing you, that's right. You probably assume that the only answer to this problem, meaning the Gaza problem, because there are a million other problems, correct? But that the only answer to this problem is, in fact, to rebuild what we had before 2005. That is correct. Right. To rebuild, but I want to rebuild not just Gush Katif. I want to settle the entire right. Gaza Strip. Right. And uh, Bezrat Hashem, we will. Right. Jewish settlement is definitely what we need. Right. And here's why I want. Here's another reason why I want to win the, win the raffle. I hope I'm eligible, by the way. But whatever. Um, Pay the hundred seventy dollars. We'll talk later. Then we'll figure out if I'm eligible. Yeah. I I have a friend who lives in Israel who said to me that in my lifetime I will see true uh, Jewish sovereignty over Harabayit. Now that's important to me. I'll tell you why. I'm a Levi. 
And I would very much like to walk, even if it's slowly, on Shabbat morning from Arnona to Harabayit to the Beit HaMikdash. Because I have, the as much as I love davening for the Yomud, and everyone knows that me and my boys, we love davening for the Yomud. Baruch Hashem are blessed with the ability to do so. I have this dream of either leading or participating in services in the Beit HaMikdash. That's another reason why I want to win that apartment. Well, Levium. That's exactly what they did. As you yeah, know, that's, they what I, that's sang, why I want to do it. They sang the songs. And as much as I love doing that in shul, love leading the tefillah, even on a regular weekday, I would love to do it in the Beit HaMikdash. So if this friend is correct, that very soon in my lifetime, we will have real, true Jewish sovereignty over Harabaya, to me that means that the next step after that is the building of the Beit HaMikdash. Bezrat Hashem, I can only tell you that every single day, well, Sunday through Thursday right. at 1.30 in the afternoon, yeah. there's a minion for Mincha with Chazara Tashats on Harabayat. How did that happen if the authorities were so careful not to because allow anyone to do any type of prayer? Because we're breaking through. And I'm telling you, next time you, uh, I don't know if you're one who goes up, but I certainly go up to Harabayat following the proper halacha sure, guidelines. I'll personally take you. We'll meet at about one o'clock over there, and we'll go up and we will dive in mincha with a minion, kaddish, uh, uh, kedusha, and and you don't say amen on harabayit. You say baruch shem kavod malchuto liolam va'ed. After each bracha. After each bracha, and I was crying at that chazar tashatz because. It's not learning halacha, it's living halacha. This is in the I'm Mishnah. ashamed I never knew that halacha. It's amazing. And it's I a, wonder how many rabbinic giants of today know that halacha. The guy with the Chazan will say, Baruch Hashem, Rofei Cholei Amo Yisrael, Baruch Shem Kavod Machutol Elam Ve'ed. That's correct. 18, actually 19 times. 19 Do you say times. Baruch Baruch Shemo to Hashem? No, you don't. You say, simply wait till the end of the bracha, and you and say, you Baruch say. Shem Kavod Machutol Elam Ve'ed. So, we I'm getting are, chills hearing you describe we this. We are moving in that direction. And that person that made that guarantee, you should give them a hug and a kiss because that's exactly what's going to happen. In your lifetime, you will see Jewish sovereignty on the Makom HaMikdash. And you and your kids are going to get to work. Levium, we need Shevet Levi and Mizrat Hashem. You're going, we need you. We need you. Wow. <sighs> Quite a challenge, as you say. It's, but you know what? Let us hope the Jewish people continue to go in this direction. Do you, do you want to live in not challenging times? We are mamish touching mm, great. I got to think about that one. Would I prefer to live in non challenging times? Interesting. We are touching greatness. Right. We are touching what our ancestors dreamed about and died for. Right. We are literally on the footsteps. And their challenges are much different, and we don't want the challenges they had in foreign countries that they had Correct. to endure. Correct. And, and what gives us strength, what gives my wife and I strength and our children and grandchildren is that we see ourselves in this movement. And what we're doing today is what our grandparents did and our great-grandparents did. We're moving closer towards this great and awesome day. Bezrat Hashem, Hashem Isbaruch, give us the strength and help us. You know what? As you know, I'm a student of Rabbi Merak Kahana, and he, used to, and he gave an amazing bracha. His bracha was, may you have the wisdom to understand what's right and the courage to act upon it. Wow. 
And that's what I wish everybody. We all know what we have to do. Do we have the courage to act upon it? Bezrat Hashem, we should have the courage, the koach, and the ability to do what needs to be done. Shmuel Sackett, the uh, Am Yisrael Chai Foundation, support the cause by buying a raffle ticket, and you may end up with a million-dollar apartment in Israel. TheDreamRaffle.com. Use promo code radio. TheDreamRaffle.com. Use promo code radio. An honor to have you here this morning. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Am Yisrael Chai. Shmuel Sackett on a very special uh, Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM with Nachas. Song is entitled Suushiarim. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. It's a January 17th Wednesday morning, day seven in the month of Shvat for the Yeshiva League. Uh, winter break begins tonight. The uh, final day of school for this semester in a lot of the uh, a lot of yeshiva high schools and yeshiva day schools is today. No matter where you're traveling to over the next few days, make sure to schlep us along. Make sure the NSN app is in your phone and tune in to JMNAM and the Nachum Siegel Network all through the day and night, no matter where you are around the world. And, of course, we thank you. Uh, well, we get to uh, continue... We get to continue our focus on our brothers and sisters in Israel because Rabbi Zalman Duchman is with us live via telephone. He is development director of Kolel Chabad. They were founded in 1788, and Kolel Chabad is Israel's oldest and largest food security organization. You can imagine what they've been doing since October the 7th. Rabbi Zalman Duchman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, a, a pleasure to have you on. I'm I'm fascinated by the 1788. I, I much would rather I I much would prefer focusing on what's going on today. But just give us a minute on the history of Kolel Chabad. How is it that toward the end of the 18th century they became an important institution to help those who are uh, who were needy um, uh, living uh, in in Eretz Yisrael. It's a fascinating story, the entire history of uh, all throughout the generations. There was uh, every Jew, every Jew always dreamed to go to Eretz Yisrael. The Baal Shem Tov, and together with the, the rise of the Hasidic movement, um, going to Eretz Yisrael was central and essential. The Baal Shem Tov himself headed out on the journey towards Eretz Yisrael. They, some say, made it to, to as close as Istanbul. His brother-in-law, um, Gershon Kutevet, actually also headed out to Eretz Yisrael and um, actually made it to Eretz Yisrael. But really the first time there was a group of Hasidim was in, uh, um, uh, was in 1773, together with Mendel Haradaker and 300, um, 300 um, Hasidim of the, uh, the Baal Shem Tov and then the Magid of Mezrich that headed towards um, Eretz Yisrael. And uh, the Alter Rebbe himself, um, the founder of Chabad, the Balatanya, also was part of that group. And he also headed Eretz Yisrael, him and his brothers and his children. Um, uh, there were six families together. And as they were about to board the boat, the uh, other Talmidei HaMagid, ha, ha, ha the other students of the Magid, turned to the Rav uh, Shnei and said that we're leaving um, the Jewish community in uh, what was Russia then, um, void of leadership. And they asked him to stay back to serve as uh, the uh, Rebbe that would be left in Russia when the other Hasidim went to Eretz Yisrael. A short while later, they received notice of the dire situation. And even though they brought with them a lot of um, uh, provisions to sustain themselves as they traveled, there were other people that joined their group. As they stopped through Istanbul, there were people that joined their group. Um, later, they had a tragedy. There was boats that capsized. A fascinating story of how. And um, a short while later, they received a message about the dire situation. And that's where Rabbi Shneir Zamlav the Adi, the author himself, started to raise funds 
for what later became known as Kolel Chabad. At and, that point, it was just called Money for Israel. And we and, and we gen- have, we generally associate the word Kolel with uh, you know, Torah study and supporting those who are scholars. It, was that the arrangement, or it, it, it has that name so, for a different reason? So the, 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 the term Kolel literally means community, right. like Kehilat. It's actually, Kolel means to the inclusion Kulanu, ke, kulanu Ke'echad is uh, um, uh, the, the source of the word kolel. Later, it became a borrowed term that became an uh, institution of higher education for right. learning for Avrechim. But that, was a, that, but that came at a much later time. Rabbi Zalman Duchman is with us live via telephone. So now today, is this a fund, this Kolel Chabad, a fund that goes specifically for Chabad families in Israel, all families in Israel? What happens on a regular basis, uh, even before the war, when it comes to Kolel Chabad? So just, just like everybody knows that Chabad um, serves the entire Jewish community. The Chabad is uh, um, uh, antithetical to, uh, in, to being insular, but quite the opposite. Everybody knows that they find an open door by Chabad. The same thing is called Chabad. We serve all of Kalei Yisrael across. We work with uh, um, the uh, institutions across Israel, a lot with the Israeli government, where we're able to scale. And serve a lot of people, and all throughout, and we work with, with, um, in partnership with many municipalities. So even before October seventh, we had a very, we built out a very strong food card infrastructure that allowed us to quickly scale up. Um, we have um, 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 not much different than uh, what people would recognize in the United States food stamps card that could be used for food. So we have an identical system that is accepted in almost every store and supermarket oh, wow. in Eretz Yisrael. And when October 7th happened, we were easily able to reach out to some of the other stores, large department stores, to allow our cards to be used in their stores too. Today with modern technology, it's a matter of hours. So we were easily able to... uh, we were easily able to give out our cards to families as they came off the as they came off the the, uh, the buses. To they were left with nothing. Now people don't even realize right. um, uh, when these people left their homes, the the uh, the terrorists stole their credit cards and they were using their cards in Gaza. So even those that had money, the uh, it was all stopped. So they were really had nothing. Now, there's a fascinating story that I think is very interesting. Some of your listeners will find interesting. The actual physical cards was printed, is printed in the Eri printer. Kibbutz Be'eri, one of the hardest hit um, villages, <coughs> one of their major companies is a printing company with security. They print checks. They print um, uh, um, driver's licenses. They print um, credit cards for Israel cards and other cards. And they also print our cards, and they also do the uh, magnetic and the security coding within it. So the, uh, when they, obviously they were attacked, um, we needed to get access. We had a whole bunch of cards that were printed right before Sopas Torah that we needed to pick it up. The owner of the Be'eri printer told us Really fascinating that when they went, they felt that they have to reopen because as to motivate that we're going to continue, we're here to stay. The first project they did two days after they they came by bus from uh, the 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 Barry Kibbutz Barry those that survived was on, was was by the uh, Dead Sea. They came by bus from the Dead Sea to open up. The first project they actually did was to magnetize our card. The following day, he came to the hotel that you're talking about the Wednesday after, 
and they were giving out cards to the families of Be'eri, the cards that he magnetized the day before. And he says, for the first time in my life, I was on a receiving end because he's a successful you know, business person, never needed any help from anybody. And over here, they handed him a card that he magnetized the day before. And he said that never did he, he says, until that point, the card was just a piece of plastic. And this changed to something much more meaningful. Wow. Yeah, and, we, were the, <clears throat> we were there in Barry and saw the printing press and we were told of people who went back to work the moment they finished Shiva because obviously so many people lost immediate relatives. And, uh, and yeah, that was one of the most important. It's one of the reasons that people from around the world are now printing things there because they are trying to support uh, the printing uh, company there to whatever degree they can. Um, so uh, while food banks have always been valuable, uh, obviously it's a, uh, you know, it's a difficult operation because you need a lot of supplies, uh, you know, pe- just people coming to collect the food, um, you know, it, it, it always, uh, you know, creates different challenges. So here you have these cards that are being accepted in all these different stores, which is amazing. And within minutes, you can get somebody uh, one of these cards, and uh, you know, at the same with the same amount of time, they can go and start shopping and uh, have everything uh, that they need for their families. So you've created a system that really uh, has worked its way around the traditional food bank, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So the the, the biggest part of it is both the scalability. And also dignity. I think we live to dignity is extremely important. We believe that it's our schus. It's a schus for us to be able to help another Jew. And we have to find the most dignified way to help them. And when they go into a supermarket and just like, you know, to take out a piece of plastic, you swipe the plastic, it's irrelevant. So it could be a credit card. It could be another. They go into the same store and they buy the same products. Um, so we find it as a much more efficient, effective, and dignified way to help. And we could help tens of thousands of people in a much quicker, easier way. And families also could get um, uh, what they need, what they want. You know, Ashkenazim have one set, one set of preferences and fire them eat differently in different homes and different communities, have different hashkacha needs and have different so each person could really get what they want, and it really gives a uh, big opportunity um, for it. But I think and, also and another you, thing is that... Now, as I say, you're, and you're able to service people all around the entire country. I mean, from north to south, east to west, is you, you basically can, can provide um, necessities for people in all areas of Israel. Correct. We could do it swiftly. We could do it efficiently. We could do it effectively, and and it's and it's scalable. That means uh, it, we, we, as long as we have the ability to uh, to, to fund what's behind it, then it, we could we, it could grow. The the incremental adding to the to just another card isn't much because we have we have we have our own data center. Our data we have a, our own data center that's connected directly into the ISRA card system and directly into. Uh, the, our database that would be able to serve it. And there's literally, without exaggeration, hundreds of thousands of families in Eretz Yisrael that benefit. And then come Yontif, we could always give out, you know, an extra, either how, an, an, an extra part. Yeah, how large is your budget? How, what's your annual budget? about annual call uh, today um, uh, for 2023. Obviously, we had a major increase due to uh, 
due to uh, the war. So we hope we hope that it's not going to be continued as $175 million. Unbelievable. All right. How do people support Kolel Chabad, which uh, many people, I bet until now, thought they were literally supporting Kolel families? Uh, uh, Rabbi Duchman, you have uh, revealed to us the, uh, the actual uh, mission of Kolel Chabad, which is to provide uh, basic necessities, allow people to shop for their needs uh, to whatever degree they need, and uh, people all over Israel, literally supporting people uh, of, uh, you know, who are in a needy situation all over Israel to the tune, as you just described, of $175 million per year. How do people support the work of Kolel Chabad and literally help feed people in Israel? So number one, the easy, first thing is the easiest way is to always go to uh, your uh, um, uh, to, to, to the inter- to internet and either Bing or Google and search Kolo Chabad. We spell it with a C C O L E L the old way, Chabad. <laughs> Or just if you spell it with a K, Google will help you find it to our website, and one could contribute over there directly to families. Um, that's um, uh, that's the easiest. There's also we have a Pushka app, very uh, unique thing that we have, where people um, the uh, Balatanya says that every time a yid gives stuck, every might got stuck, every action of stuck brings bracha to Kal Yisrael. So we created an app for that that mimics the old Pushka. The physical Fiat Pushka, and you could download it together near the the uh, the Nachum Siegel app. You could have for every morning as you start listening to uh, the uh, beautiful uh, Nachum Siegel show. You can give a few cents into the stock the Pushka, and then when the Pushka is full, it's connected to your credit card and be able to empty it. And that is go to your favorite app store, either the uh, Google Play Store or the App Store, and you could download the Pushka. Just search Pushka, and you will find the Kolach about Pushka there. And of course, and of course, anyone going to Eretz Yisrael now is Yeshiva Week. If you're in Eretz Yisrael, you can go to Pantry Packers. Pantry Packers is our volunteer program in Yerushalayim in Eretz Yisrael, where you could roll up your sleeves and get busy in Pantry Packers. That's a great experience of Chesed for the entire family. And most importantly, I think, is, is for us to continue talking to other people about, to uh, find ways to discuss how we could help. Because I think never before, as we felt this closeness, Kal Yisrael felt so close um, on a physical level with the, the technology together within the front lines. And even though in the first weeks after October 7th, you saw amazing chesed and amazing creativity of chesed, the fact is the day-to-day, the long-term operations and helping the uh, Yosomim and Almanos and the families that are affected every single day is going to rely on the long-standing institutions. Uh, All the excitement is gone. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Don't say the excitement is uh, beautiful. Was very motivating, very engaging to see all creative stuck ideas. But we all know that everyone's going to have to. Every, that slowly, people we have to go back to regular life and the day-to-day help that help these families, the families, the ones that are going to be seeking for the long term is the long-standing institutions. Go to kolelchabad.org, C-O-L-E-L, chabad.org. They are literally caring for Israel's needy. They're doing it for uh, over 200 years, which is unbelievable. And uh, as you heard, with a budget the size that they have, they're able to uh, really feed and give basic necessities and food uh, to families all over Israel with the unique system they've set up. Check it out, everybody. Go to kolelchabad.org, C-O-L-E-L, 
Chabad.org. Rabbi Zalman Duchman is Director of Development of Kolo Chabad. Thank you so much for joining us, Kolo Kavod, and continued success in helping those in need. Thank you so much for having me, and the Yubizoka to report on the final Geula speedily. Amen, amen. Oh, boy, I take that bracha very seriously, and I thank you for that. Uh, more coming up. It's Wednesday, a great day here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Uziat Sadok with Shomer. You heard Ufaratza, that's Baruch Levine. David Levy, brand new with Asher Baruch. You're listening to JM and the AM. Good morning, everybody. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Alchem Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. If you're heading to vacation later today or tomorrow, because a lot of people in the Yeshiva League are, make sure to take us along with you and listen no matter where you are. Um... Make sure to listen no matter where you are. And um, and tune in. JM Nam, Nahum Single Network. Enjoy us even when you're away. Uh, make sure to do so. Make sure you have our app in your phone. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else I wanted to mention to everybody just now. <laughs> If you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NahumSiegel.com. Write to Avrami, and he will uh, make sure to include you in the um, daily thread and the weekly newsletter. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Baruch Hashem. Uh, more coming up. It's the Kinderlach at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM with the Kinderlach, a song entitled Kosovarhu here at JM in the AM. We'll wrap things up with the Shalhevet Orchestra. And I thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, live lunch with Yossi's Y coming up starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Rather on the web at AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network. And of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing uh, Wednesday here at JMAM. My thanks to Rabbi Duchman. My thanks to Shmuel Sackin. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. If you're heading for vacation today, as a lot of people are, because it's Yeshiva break, make sure to schlep us along. Make sure you have the uh, JM and the AM, Nahum Siegel Network. I should say Nahum Siegel Network app. NSN app in your phone. Tune into JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network, even when you're on vacation. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>